0: Welcome to the FMCG Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out. Enjoy the show. Hi, good morning. My name is Rich and we're Consumer Hub and we focus on recruiting marketing, innovation and sales professionals across consumer products and consumer tech. And this is the FMCG Podcast where we speak with the leaders of today and hear their insights into their products, their categories and also leadership so today we're really excited to have Zoe from Function on our show and she's going to tell us all about her mushrooms, her beer and her business. Zoe over to you, give us a bit of a headlight into you and your business.
1: Hi, nice to be chatting with you. Um, Yeah so I'm the founder of Function and we are the first alcohol-free craft beer brand to brew with functional mushrooms. Mushrooms and a beer, it's not weird your beer won't taste like mushrooms and it won't get you high. These are amazing functional mushrooms that have been used within traditional health and wellness for thousands of years. And now our kind of model science is catching up to why so. They contain really interesting bioavailable compounds that are super nutritious and, and, and beneficial to our health. Um, everything from immune support to cognitive health support, helping sleep, memory, focus. Um, I really wanted to go past just creating an alcohol free beer. And put something else in there that was going to give additional benefits to help people empower their health. Um, So, I'm obsessed with mushrooms and fungi. I've been kind of deep diving on them now for about 10 years, Um, loads of really fantastic applications. And I really wanted to put it into a consumer product that people could integrate into their everyday diets and into their ceremony because we are creatures of habit. We love doing things via rituals, we love having that morning coffee, that afternoon drink. But why do these have to be bad for you? Why do they have to contain things that aren't always, you know, best thing for us, like smashing five pints on a Tuesday night and having to get up the next day for work? So um, I really wanted to create a product that was a great tasting craft beer, but also was kind of educating people around these benefits of the amazing restrooms as well.
0: Brilliant. That's about the name. Thanks for the uh, yeah, the quick run through there. Um, so you've seen you've obviously been a, a mushroom aficionado from the sidelines for the last ten years. What where did the the idea come from, and, and how did you initially sort of get that that kind of spark of interest into the applications of, of mushrooms on diet and well-being?
1: Hmm. So I've always been into health and wellness. So one of my early businesses was a, a juice bar, and we were doing juice detoxing programs, and was kind of you know into superfoods and stuff really early on. But I never really knew much about mushrooms. I knew they had good nutritional content, you know, high in minerals, selenium, magnesium. Um, but I didn't understand those category within the kingdom of fungi and it is a kingdom in itself of functional mushrooms. And these have these additional bioavailable compounds that are really beneficial to our health. So they contain proteins and starter proteins and enzymes that actually work synergistically with our body and our body's receptors to help our overall health and help our bodies perform at their best. Um, I was in the US um, and I'd spoken to a naturopath and I'd had some health problems. I was trying to sort out, I had read about eczema and inflammation and my skin was getting quite sore and she recommended that I take reishi mushroom and reishi is an amazing anti-inflammatory and antihistamine, works a little bit like we understand turmeric and curcumin, the active ingredient in turmeric to work, dampens down the inflammation response. Um, It also is an anti-inflammatory, so that's working alongside the antihistamine in it. Really, really interesting mushrooms, got a long historical use, thousands of years in Asia. It's known as the mushroom of immortality. And we now know it's because of these compounds that obviously was keeping people alive and, and fit and healthy for so long. So I got into the mushrooms through them. Then I started doing research around them. There was quite a cool mushroom coffee brand called Four Sigmatic, which is now available here in the UK. They'd just launched in the US and they had a pop-up in LA called Shroom Room. It yes. was a guy <sighs> in this giant mushroom talking about mushrooms. And I was like... Mind blown. So I started to learn about, you know, I just thought there were mushrooms you're having a pizza, magical ones. And I didn't know about, you know, the hundreds of interesting fungi and mushrooms that were all in, in the middle. So I really started to learn more about functional mushrooms, their applications, how they've been used historically. And I just thought they were an amazing product. Then I started using them myself and, you know, taking chaga for my immunity, having it in my coffee every morning, lion's mane for my memory and my focus. So I became an advocate myself because I was taking them and, and found out how fascinating they were. And at the same time, you know, I was working within the, um, my latest, my last role before function was a mindful drinking consultant. So I was working in the no and low alcohol space. It was really growing and blossoming out kind of 2019, 20, um, and seeing these really cool products coming to market and historically our alcohol free options in the UK, you know, pre 2018 were pretty terrible. You know, there was, um, you know, there are other brands available, but People like Schler, who are maybe quite sweet and and you know very sugary memes. Yeah, Calibre, you know, bless it. You know, the first initiation of alcohol-free beer in the UK that was terrible, and people just got put off by it. People didn't understand about paying a premium price for the product, where the value proposition was in, them, and also really the extended health benefits and and kind of uh, ailments that alcohol causes. So um, it was a perfect storm, really, um, and I saw an opportunity to. Bring these fantastic fungi more into the mainstream and actually put them into a product that consumers could integrate into their everyday drinking habits. Mm. No,
0: that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. We Well, you can see behind me, Got Lucky Sane, and do a podcast with them recently. And I've been um, giving it out to a couple of my mates that can't drink alcohol anymore. And um, they, they've really enjoyed it. They kind of said, like, Oh, I actually, yeah, I can't fancy a bit more like, of you that. Know, it's not just boring Bex Blue, um, it's not just you know the, uh, the kind of pity prize at the back of the bar. Um, sorry Bex um, but the um, but I mean the interesting thing like you said is it is it's it a growth market isn't it uh, low and no um, it's something that kind of crops up all the time in innovation development you know the big um, big companies want to, kind of want to get in on that action as well yeah. um, so for, from your perspective I mean it, it sounds like there's a really clear kind of health and, and wellness mission there but the actual pro- product pro- proposition itself would you say like is it a functional drink is it does it sit with an alcohol free what's the shopping occasion kind of how do you sort of categorise like who's using it and why, basically?
1: So it's a really interesting proposition. You know, we're a challenge brand. We're kind of disrupting the the norm, if you like. Alcohol free is a is a growing, sterling market. It's a huge it's a huge market. Alcohol free category, you know, alone in the UK is worth about 112 million. Um, so it's you know it's a massive category and it's a it's a growing category. Where we could find the, the interesting differentiation, I think, is with this functional drinks category. Like you said, the major players are getting involved. You know, the Heineken Zero, Guinness Zero. I think I was reading that Guinness Zero was Guinness's best performing product in terms of growth within mm-hmm. the state. The year. So, you know, people are really tapping on the fact that you can have a great product without the alcohol. But like all kind of new trends, consumers are liking to come towards the craft angle, especially with beer, you know, x blue the heineken zeros people aren't necessarily going to gravitate towards them you know if they love drinking a you know kind of small branded ipa you know they're going to want something that's similar to that so that the craft alcohol yeah. coffee beer market is has been a really interesting space um and we're kind of launching in a new category within this functional drinks so and we're bringing in people from beer you know people want to moderate their drinking like you said your friends you know want to reduce their alcohol but love the taste of beer. So we are in all purposes a craft beer. We brew it exactly the same way, the same methodology. We just use a, a different type of yeast so we can we can cap the fermentation, stop it going over 0.5%. Yeah. We're a craft beer, but we also bring in people who are into their superfoods, into health and wellness. They may drink C B D drinks, they may drink um, you know, other superfoods, they may use supplements. And actually now in the evenings, they want to carry on with their kind of interest in herbs and plants to give their bodies benefits, but they want to bring those into their adult occasion drinking. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the lunchtime. And so, you know, it's, a, and it's an interesting proposition for us because we we're, were the first functional craft beer, alcohol-free craft beer on the market. There are a few others that are coming in now, but still we're the only ones that brew with mushrooms exclusively. So we're crafting out this new space that's bringing in the health and wellness, the craft beer angle, um, into this kind of functional drinks category that sits in the middle. So we have a range of consumers. You know, we have um, kind of the healthy hedonist that probably used to drink a lot and party back in the day, but now it's wanting to kind of moderate their drinking and it's really into health and wellness. So me in chat to all my mates. There we go. There you go. I think I've fallen into that category and now, you know, really wanting to look after their health and not wanting to drink alcohol over towards the, you know, the weekend warrior that, you know, works hard, plays hard, does sporting events on the weekend, does triathlons, whatever. And, but, doesn't want to compromise like we were discussing before you know you go to the gym tonight and you have a good workout yeah, yeah, and you got called yeah. pints of six percent beer it kind of negates all the good work that you've mm-hmm. done so there are different demographics of consumer uh, that are drinking our product different times and we're also attacking them through different channels as well so we're very much an omni-channel yeah. business um and we have different consumers that that are consuming our products in different places
0: that's really interesting okay so there's kind of a, a few kind of really interesting Shopper missions there and kind of consumer categories to kind of focus on, but for, for for those people that have got um an interest in the product, uh, maybe they're listening or watching, they've kind of come across it in a store. um Like, what are some of the benefits of the beer outside the obvious? Obviously, you know, not waking up with a hangover is a, is, a, is a clear benefit. But what are some of the other interesting benefits that maybe you like me, you're a bit ignorant and you think mushrooms is 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 to do with Mario uh, rather than beer? uh You know, what what are the benefits of the some interesting mushrooms there in that beer that you're making?
1: Yeah, well, what we always say to everyone is, like, every beer is a fungi beer. And they go, what? And you say, well, without yeast, you'd just be drinking hot water. Yeast is like the OG. Fungi. And so yeah, people go, oh, okay, so really, every beer is a mushroom beer, if you think of it like that. And people go, okay, right, I get it. So, one, that's not that weird, having in the beer. Um, unfortunately, we can't make, nobody can that like, uses mushrooms in their products, make direct claims around immunity, cognitive health, sleep patterns. That's just the way our legal infrastructure works around food and beverage in the UK. There are very few things that you can make direct claims around, most of it. So if you over in vitamin C, vitamin D, you can talk about immunity, vitamin B12, you can talk about cognitive health, but we can't actually make any direct claims about our products. What we do do is educate people around the mushrooms that we have at a functional level in our products, knowing that our customers are clever and into this stuff, you can put two and two together. So,
0: yeah, yeah, makes sense.
1: Three different types of mushrooms. We use lion's mane mushroom, we use reishi and we use shiitake. Lion's mane is an incredible functional mushroom. It's probably the one that's most talked about and people are starting to, to, to hear about in the press, um, in supplementation every day. I think to meet someone who's started to supplement with lion's mane because it helps memory and focus. So how these work is they work adaptogenically and, and those who don't know what an adaptogen are, adaptogens are simply herbs and plants that have bioavailable compounds that really help support our body's natural rhythms and keep performing at their best and why that's interesting rather than boosting you know your immunity boosting these systems we don't want to boost anything because our bodies are superhumans. you know we work really really well we're a very clever system but we dumb it down with lack of sleep toxins not eating the right foods so if we just maintain our body's natural homeostatic level working as it should that's really 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 good So adaptogens work to kind of keep our bodies performing at their best. The phrase was coined by a scientist in the seventies, looking for natural, um, herbs and plants to support troops on, on military duty. Yeah. And he isolated these certain plants, so rhodiola, ashwagandha, mushrooms. Um, and so lion's mane mushroom helps our brains synthesize something called nerve growth factor. And this is a factor that nourishes and conditions the myelin sheath around our neurons, helps it firing and helps them kind of working at their best. When we get old, when we're stressed, when we have excess toxins, we don't get enough sleep. This sheath degrades, and that causes brain furs, memory loss, um, bad sleeping patterns, and at the far extreme, you know things like Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, and lion's mane actually helps our brains create the precursor proteins to synthesize this factor, so it can help increase our memory, can help our sleep patterns. And actually in Asia, lion's mane mushroom at high concentrations is used as a treatment for dementia and Alzheimer's. So it's a really powerful, powerful mushroom. Lots of interesting peer-reviewed scientific papers on it. And this is why I chose these particular mushrooms, because there is a lot of information. There's a lot of data. They've been used for thousands of years, but there's lots of modern scientific studies as well. So what I always do when I'm talking about stuff is send people back to studies. I want people to really do a deep dive and I think when you start to get into fungi and mushrooms especially the functional ones you are interested in the health and wellness angle so you do want to kind of deep dive in it.
0: That's fascinating no really really interesting yeah I, I'm uh yeah I'm very interested in that crossover between sort of eastern and traditional medicines from around the world and some of the new kind of scientific understanding that we've got around the way our bodies kind of synthesize different nutrients because it is really interesting it, it seems like there is a trend of um kind of uh just connections popping up in different places you know um my, one of my mates is uh, is a doctor you know western medicine and um yeah he was kind of saying he finds it really interesting as well um but that uh yeah it's kind of it's very on topic isn't it and i think like I say if, if you if you're interested in the product then you're gonna be interested in the the kind of components, aren't you? And the and the actual kind of benefits of that. So it makes it makes sense that you can kind of give people the info on that, and they can put two and two together. Um, so so there's a lot of alcohol-free beers now and it's a, it's a growth market, like I say, it's worth $112 million, massive opportunity. But also, you know, from a marketing perspective, um, there's a, there's this challenge with every opportunity isn't there and vice versa. So how do you make sure Functions stand out as a brand and attract the kind of shoppers and consumers that you want and 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 the, the kind of product doesn't just get lost in the noise and the hype of what is quite a buzzy place at the moment?
1: It's a huge market, which is amazing. We've got these major players coming in from the big breweries, which again is brilliant. They've got all the marketing dollars to really throw it at consumers and, to help consumers understand the value of having a non-alcoholic product and to let them know that, you know, the quality of non-alcoholic products is really out mm. there as well. So yeah, it is a crowded market, but we we stand by our USP by brewing with these mushrooms, we're the only alcohol-free crop beer that brews the mushrooms. So straight away we've got that interesting USP. You know, we're never going to be a high to zero. We're never gonna bring in those revenues, and that's fine because you know, we are we are servicing a smaller niche market looking for functional products, but that's still a multi-million dollar market. So there's still a good chunk of, of revenue that we can gain from that. Um and I think we're only going to see it growing more and more. You know, immunity, immune support, how can I protect my immunity? These were the most Googled search terms in 2021, 2020. You know, people were starting to understand, okay, there's bugs out there that's, you know, getting how do I make myself as healthy as possible? So if I do get sick, I recover quicker. Maybe I don't get sick at all. I don't have to rely on pharmaceutical medication to kind of help me through stuff. Um, and so, you know, people were really going back to this ancient wisdom that we were just talking about, this old kind of traditional medicines, which, you know, there were a lot of it, it was pretty wild and kooky, but there was a lot of it that rang true because we listened to our body's rhythms. We understood how plants kind of yeah. work love receptors and somehow they, you know, they understood this ancient wisdom. And now we have the benefit of modern science to be able to analyze deep down, dive in with the microscope and actually pull apart these elements and, and test these individual elements and find out, okay. Reishi is known as the mushroom in mortality because it has helps inflammation. So that helps people straight away. It helps allergy response. So that helps people straight away. And we kind of can can build that bigger picture with our modern science. So it really is this kind of um, interesting time where there's more consumer um, research into stuff happening. There's more consumers looking for these healthy, natural products. But also, like we discussed, that they can integrate into their everyday routine. They don't have to just take a big handful of supplements at the start of the day even if they are herbal supplements it's boring you forget you know you have to when you travel you faff around and stuff if you just know that like I have my mushroom coffee I have my mushroom beer I have ashwagandha in this I do you know and you integrate it into products that you love and you'd have anyway it's really kind of this it's more than a trend I think it's consumers this health and wellness it's it's a lifestyle choice that people are making rather than a trend which means it's here to stay which is a great proposition for any brand
0: yeah yeah Yeah, I love that uh, that ethos there yeah I think, like you say, if you can build it into somebody's daily ritual, yeah. um, then you get loyalty and resonance there, which actually elevates the value you offer as well, beyond just the functional benefits of the product, which is really interesting. It makes it personal, doesn't it? Um, so it's at the moment, tell me a bit about the products. What's the best seller? So is it just one product that you've got? Like, what's the range? Like, what's the kind of scope of that?
1: the Lion's Mint IPA. It's the Reishi Citra, which is yeah. amazing anti-inflammatory antihistamine um, mushroom reishi. Yeah. Uh, that citra hops so it's got nice really heavy oily citra hops in there nice. the bitterness of the reishi cuts through so it's actually quite a light refreshing beer mm-hmm. uh, and then our kind of has been a bit of a marmite but actually now is becoming our second bestseller is our shiitake dark lager so it's a malted belgian style dark lager I love a dark lager um, but I'm not a huge fan of a stout so I, that's why you've got those malty interesting chocolatey tones that you get in a stout but not like the punch in the face that you do so these kind the <laughs> dark lagers. You
0: know, all the iron hobnails thrown in as well.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark lagers are a great in-between and it's been really successful. Shiitake has got an interesting unami, um, kind of quite savoury profile to it. And that paired down with like the multi-chocolatey um, biscuit finish almost that comes out of the hops is a really, really interesting flavour. So we have the three stars at the moment. I am also developing a completely 0% beer, so it's non-fermented. The beer snob in me and, and probably in the world would go, well, it's not really a beer if it's not fermented, but we're calling it a beer. We use hot pests and oils as, and oils and loads of interesting um kind of beer extracts to make the flavor profile. But we are really kind of growing that for the Middle East market um, where mm. consumers don't want a trace of alcohol in the product at all.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, okay. Fascinating. Um, so how do you how do you keep getting to know your customer, keep the conversation going? Um, you know, you see it all the time, brands come in. They hit a new niche five years later they've been overtaken by a competitor or one of the big people because they haven't stayed close to the consumer They haven't kind of kept um their position as a leader in that conversation how how do you think as a leader in this space um you know you can continue to to drive the relevance to drive the leadership um both from a product perspective but also from a sort of marketing and consumer engagement perspective
1: Yeah. yeah it's tough and there are two there are two things really that like you said make a brand. And I think, you know, consumer goods, we've got five years to nail it. If you've not nailed it in five years, probably not going to happen. And there's two things. It's keeping that customer engagement, building your community, building the um, kind of education base and interest in that brand, but also it's capital. So, you know, funding and making sure you've got enough capital to be able to scale and push your marketing behind your products is very, very important. Um, So they kind of work together the building that relationship with the consumer well when we launched end of 2020 there was no other way to get to people apart from online um there were bits of on trade opening here and there but as we all know it was a really hectic time and still is pretty much for our for our friends in the on trade so normally when you launch a beverage brand you're on trade festivals trade shows events you're pushing the brand out there you're getting your brand ambassadors yeah get the liquid on lips and none of this was happening so we had to flip it you know to kind of the last thing you do is a, is a beverage brand, which is, you know, eventually you might sort out your website and, and kind of push your online presence, but when you've got on-trade presence, when you've maybe got retail presence. Yeah. So we've literally flipped it back to presence. So we launched completely online, started to build our socials organically, and just started to talk to people as many places as possible about mushrooms and fungi, whether it was doing podcasts, whether it was writing articles, um whether it was putting stuff out through our own social channels and kind of building that brand and that interest around health and wellness and low alcohol, because as well as the functional element of it, we are still a great alcohol-free beer. And I really believe that, you know, food is by medicine and we have control over our health every time we put something to our lips throughout the day. You know, we really have that um, ability to control and monitor and empower our health for the better. And I really wanted to be helping to be part of that movement where consumers have better few products. So I want to go out and drink lots of beer, but I don't want it to have alcohol in it. You know, having something that doesn't have much sugar, having something that's you know better for us. I think we have a responsibility, you know, to bring brands to the masses that are going to do us good. I think gone are the days, you know, where you should feel good about actively bringing a brand to market. That isn't very good for people because although it's a choice, I think, you know, we steer the choice of the consumer by what's available. So if there is an amazing alcohol-free craft beer available, people will have it. If there isn't, you know, people might have a pint of Coke or yeah, they might have True. Yeah. So it really is, you know, build it and they will come. So I think um, consumers really wanting to, to find more mindful, healthier options. I think we're we're a big part of that conversation as well. My background working within the industry definitely helps. Um, and I think we you've got to kind of target your customers where they are. And at the moment, and still is, customers are online, you know, they might be going to buy you from retailers. They might be buying you from pubs, but moving on from 2020, when everyone just lived online and 2021, we all just lived online. Consumers are really looking to socials and looking to online resources and hubs for their information on products and also to build relationships with products as well. So. We're very much kind of talking to our customers. We've got a good core of customers. We've started a subscription model, uh, which we're building slowly. So, you know, consumers are regularly having our products. And we regularly talk to them and ask them yeah. feedback and, and try and get their thoughts and opinion on the brand and, and how we can make it better.
0: That's really interesting. So kind of, you've got a virtuous feedback loop of kind of um, sort of strong investment in product and marketing from a capital perspective, but also making sure you've got strong investment in terms of time and care into that kind of community that you're nurturing through feedback through subscription models through involving them in in, in that kind of evolving story
1: and there's a sweet spot in the middle isn't there between you know you've got your your marketing and and how you talk and your brand voice and then you've got you know unfortunately that the capital needed to scale the business and you yeah. can get that but when they come together that sweet spot in the middle where you've then got more you know umph behind your marketing you can reach more people you can do more events you can do more cool installations and pop-ups and and really mm-hmm, kind yeah. of talk to people so yeah it, it's making sure that we kind of we're in that sweet spot
0: that's that's really interesting thanks for sharing that insight there um so what about i mean you obviously shared um that other product that you've got coming through on the horizon which is kind of zero percent you know aimed at the middle east market um and 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 you kind of anything else kind of coming down the tracks so maybe you are going to be at a festival have anything that you want to share that's kind of buzzy exciting going on in your world at the moment
1: yeah so we've launched a collaboration with a really great um coffee company called balanced coffee they are an ethical um sustainable um artisan coffee company who um use really amazing clean coffee they uh, are mainly an online brand and we have collaborated with them to do mushroom coffee so we're putting our mushrooms into their products um i've done a, a unique blend with lion's Bain, so we launched a lion's Bane coffee with them um and that's great we were sending it out mainly to our online customers and, and they were the first to hear about it a month ago and now we're kind of softly getting it out into the trade as well um but yeah i mean i love um i love mushroom coffee that was what i was drinking um when i first kind of got into mushrooms you know i have scooped my
0: coffee exactly that, that was the gate the gateway yeah.
1: That was the gateway one that got me got me into the world of mushrooms. And for me, you know, Function is an amazing vessel to help people empower their health, to help people learn more about fungi. So, you know, my company is called the Functional Brew Company. So there are other modalities that we can get mushrooms into. It won't just be beer.
0: I nice. Forget. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and finally, you obviously alluded to it quite a bit, but where can people buy the products at the moment? Tell us, you know, how we can go and get our hands on the good stuff.
1: Yeah, so we are in All Planet Organic stores in London. Um, We have about 150 independent stockists in London and in the UK. Um, If you don't have one near your house or where you work, you can always go online, function.com. And purchase our products online and i will give your listeners a little discount to put in the show notes as oh, well.
0: brilliant that's good well we'll get that out to our mailer as well that, that'd be great um well look no thank you so much for sharing the kind of insights the category there zoe and your story the business i mean I, i've genuinely really enjoyed this learn loads been super oh. um and uh yeah keep us posted on what's going on we'd love to share it with our community thank you very much everyone that's listened watched engaged with shorts or long format on this podcast and please do reach out to zoe thank you for your time uh, anyone that comes on the show is doing because they are passionate about FMC and they want to share their category insights with you because you're passionate about it as well. And more importantly, go out and try some Function products and give Zoe and the community there some feedback. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Take care.
1: Amazing. Much love.